Hello and welcome to Euphoria, the podcast all about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam and I am joined by a woman who has never been arrested, but if love was a crime, she'd definitely be a criminal. <laughs> it's Isabel Chilman. Hey, Isabel. <laughs> I wondered where that was going then. <laughs> I, I haven't ever been arrested, no. Well, I did wonder when I wrote that if I should check with you, but I assumed... Almost once oh, in Huddersfield Town Centre for drunk and disorderly. Not for love. <laughs> well, it was an argument with an ex-boyfriend. Uh, so, so it kind of was. Yeah, sort of was. Lots yeah. of love. Wow, mm. police got involved and uh, it was all dealt there with. There was just a stern telling off for swearing that loudly. Uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day when you got told off for, by police for swearing loudly. Yeah. they got more important things to be dealing with now. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing, Isabel? All right? Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you very much, Roland. Good. Been a, been a good week? Yeah, it's been a lovely week. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has been. It's I'm been knackered. I know. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been it's non-stop. Sunday. It starts again tomorrow. Starts all over again. Although I'm, I'm going to New York for the week. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> Which is why we're doing a uh, back-to-back recording of two episodes. So um, if um, things get a little bit funny later on in next week's show, you'll know why. Because we're on... Drunk. Double doses we'll of, be uh, drunk. of uh of um podcast beverages. Yeah. And it also uh, means that if when you're listening to this, you know, same rules apply as always. If you're listening future. to this and then you email us and then you listen to the next podcast and we haven't mentioned your email, it's because we haven't seen it. Because yeah. we're time travelling. Yeah. So let's get underway, Isabel, with our first drink of this uh double. Would you like a lovely glass of Albarino Rias Baixas from Spain. Oh, do that again. Say it again. Albarino Rias Baixas from Spain. Great. Yeah, yeah. M&S should hire you. It's not Sp- it's Spain. It's uh, Sainsbury. It's a Spain one. Spain it's breeze. Spain. It's Spain. It's a Spain um, wine. Let me open it. Um, well, I just meant like... Just doing voices. Just doing voices. Yeah, I should, yeah. Voices. Um, Taste the difference. Wine. Oh, he's splashing out today, isn't he? It's been a a fancy pizza too. Fancy pizza, fancy wine, like you say. And my favourite stuffed pepper things that I really like. I'm not trying to win you over for points, but you know, (laughs) if it translates, that's all right. Helps. Uh, You've been up to much. You've been busy with work, haven't you? Really busy with work. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to comedy tonight, though, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good Sunday night event to have. Yeah, some nice laughs to 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 launch you into the rest of the week. Exactly. Start the Monday on a hangover. That's what I say. That's it. Okay, here you go. You ready? Oh, that was lovely. It was a very clean pop. Very, very clean, clean. Pop. much better than last week's. Yeah, last week's last week's was terrible. Right, here we go. Mm, yeah, it's good when the glug starts from within the bottle. Yeah. Wow, that's a large glass of what? You've <laughs> that's just pretty much the whole most bottle. of the bottle <laughs> sorry, into two I'm glasses. Cheers. Cheers. The start of a Sunday. Oh, oh dear. well, there we go. Um, you know what? I can give as good advice <clears throat> that I've learnt this weekend. Go on. If you live in England and you've got a Wilkinson's near you, oh yeah, and you've got a cat oh, going yeah. by, their two pound catnip banana toy. Oh shit! Loved by cats. They fucking love it. Loved by all cats. And they'll love you if you give it to them. Yeah, my cat, my mate Ellen's cat. Yeah, I got him one. Michael, lovely. Lovely. I'm pretty sure Vic bought her cat one off the back of it as well. Yeah, yeah. I can't cat- remember what she said now, but I'm pretty sure Bassett has one too. Cats all over London are loving a banana toy recommend it. from Wilkinson's. Highly recommend it. Very good. Shall we begin? Eurovision news. I have some news, Isabel. Wow. And the news is 
I'd like to drop my laptop. Isabel's broken her laptop. If we don't have a story <laughs> next week, that's because it's all gone. Uh, the news is Slovenia wins Eurovision Choir of the Year. What has it been and gone? It's been and gone, mate. It's been and gone. It's happened. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. That happen? It just happened. It's very, you know, it's, it's all sorts going on. It's very busy, Eurovision. Uh, oh, I'd have watched that. I know. I don't know if it was on UK TV. It was definitely, it would have been online. They would have streamed it. But I can tell you, you don't need to watch it because, well, you do, because it was probably great. Um, but I will tell you, as I said, Slovenia have won. Um, nine countries took part. Um, Estonia, Denmark, Belgium, Ger- Germany, Slovenia, Hungary, Austria, Latvia. And interestingly, operating for the first time separately from the UK, Wales. Oh, of course they did, though. The Welsh have lovely voices. They have lovely voices. I'm wondering Great if that'll voices. set a precedent, though, for Eurovision. If they can do Choir of the Year, why can't they do Eurovision on their own? They haven't got their own broadcasting corporation. But they did the choir. But it must be different rules. Or maybe it was for the BBC, but Wales yeah. were just doing it. Anyway, um, there were really interesting acts, actually. There was, like, some pop-infused sort of entries. Germany was quite pop-infused. The Hungarians decided to perform... Uh, to all perform the song whilst holding half-drunk glasses of red wine, which made it look Good really... Good for you, Hungry. It made it look like they were sort of having a drink backstage and then realised they were on, <laughs> so just, like, <laughs> ran on stage. Um, so Latvia came third, Wales came second. Good job. And as I say, Slovenia Boom. were the eventual winners with a very catchy number. So congratulations to all of them and congratulations especially oh, to Slovenia. And it was only... It was decided by, like, three people just to end, ah, that's the winner, that'll do. Lovely. Uh, yeah, nice, quick, get it done with. Nice and um, easy. I'm not sure if they're bringing it back next year, but hopefully they are. It looked, it looked, it looked well, good fun. next time, probably, you know, bark it a bit better. <laughs> yeah, watch it. yeah, yeah, I know. I saw one tweet from Jon like half an hour before it was starting. He was like, oh, yeah, it was beginning. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, on to any other business, uh, any other bidness. Um, we have an email. Uh, we actually have an email as well from Innes, but we're going to save that for next week uh, just so that we can spread the love a little bit. Um, but we have an email here from... Steve. Uh, Steve is uh, one of our top, top fans who... All right, Steve. Uh, top, top listeners who uh, writes... Top, 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 top listener. Top, 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 top guy. Top. Um, who writes blog about our, our shows every week. Thanks for that, Steve, as always. Uh, Steve writes, Hi, Isabel and Roland. Loved hearing the story about the Wombles. Oh, yeah. That's Steve actually always thought that they were hedgehog-sized, same as me. So thanks for wombly educating me, he says. Good. Glad to be a fan. <laughs> it was, yeah. You learn something uh, in this podcast as well. Uh, it's not just us dicking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is mostly that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, although he does say that he will be able to sort of help us um, learn something new. Um, and says that Count Ducula... Uh, <laughs> he points out, and this makes me feel slightly less special that he writes about a blog about us. Because he seems to write a blog about almost everything. Oh. He wrote a a blog post about Count Ducula. Oh, wow. And going through... Because they're rebooting it, apparently. And went through every single voice and who could do the reboot voice. Um, and was saying it wasn't all voiced by one person. But David Jason was uh, Count Ducula. So thanks for uh, teaching us about the uh, ways of Count Ducula. He did send a second email almost immediately afterwards and said, uh, I, f- oh, f- I forgot to share my Eurovision cats with you uh, they say hi to pats Ace. um i'll show you quickly isabel 
That's Aggie hanging out listening to the podcast. Oh, uh, what a dude. And that looks like a character out of Grange Hill. Well, I was going to say it looks like a sort of like... Um, like a like bad a ca- boy like cat a, from Biker Grove. Like a calendar picture, like a calendar girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a like, bad boy. It's oh, like, it is. You're right. Like yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You know I mean? Bad girl. Uh, and then um, this is Bingo. Apparently realising, only just realising that the podcast is over. That's oh, it's <laughs> a, a shocked kitty that cat. That is a shocked kitty cat. And lastly, this is Disco, the night before the podcast. The sooner you go to sleep in the morning, the sooner it's here. In oh, a box. sweetie in a box. Disco in a box. Um, I know... Three cats, good work, Steve. I know. Uh, I know you want to see more of my cat escapades, which is what I was saying. He writes about everything. He has a blog about the ultimate guide to cat selfies as well. So, wow, okay. Uh, well... <laughs> Well done, Steve, uh, with all of your blogs and uh, all of your emails to us and all of your cats. Thank you very much, Steve. We love seeing your cats. If you want to send pictures of cats, uh, lessons about Count Ducula, um, anything about Eurovision as well, because it is a podcast about that. Mainly the Eurovision. <laughs> um, Great. Then you can email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Twitter uh, at euphoriacast. Um, and you can just say hi. Just have a natter, send us a cat pic. Am I going to need to uh, get a new Twitter domain, Eurovoria Cats? Ooh, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Uh, trademark, don't get it. That's us. <laughs> That's us, shotgun. Trademark. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. That'd be great. Um, yeah, and also, if you can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, yeah. it's always very helpful for us. It helps us get up the charts. We are not the best at marketing ourselves and <laughs> yeah. um, pushing this out in any way. So it's kind of just done through word of mouth and through your help. Um, so obviously, all help is very gratefully received. Yeah, it is. Um, and we love reading them as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, shall we move on? Yes, please. I want a story. <clears throat> so it's time for the story. And actually... This story, Isabel, um, jumps back to a story we did two weeks ago. My story, actually. I'm just going to eat some pizza while you're talking. Okay, if you hear crunching <laughs> and munching. There you go. Oh, that was a, that was a crisp. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to turn your mic down so you nope. can eat away? Nope. Um, so, yeah. So, it, uh, I'm going to jump back slightly to um, my story I did two weeks ago. Remember, it was the Armenia-Azerbaijan story. How could I forget? Yeah. Uh, because since then, well, actually, the, the day after we recorded that story, one very small detail, which we passed over quite quickly, has become a pretty huge topic in news and politics globally. Um, so at the time, I was talking about the difficult relationship between Armenia and Azerbaijan, as I say. And Isabel, you explained how when Azerbaijan hosted the contest in 2012, the son-in-law of the Azerbaijani president performed a song as part of the Interval Act. Yeah. So, guess who has become embroiled in a global political scandal? No. <laughs> you got it. It's that Interval Act oh, performer. Oh, God. So, here we go. Emin... See, this is the thing. When people when I tell people about the podcast, that we do this podcast, and they go, are there enough things to talk about with Eurovision? <laughs> there constantly are new things happening. <laughs> well, it just involves so many people that, like, it's oh a numbers God. game, right? Someone's going to be oh, involved yeah. in a political scandal or something along the line. <laughs> Someone's got to fuck up or do something weird. <laughs> so, um, Emin Agalarov was born on the 12th of December, 1979, in Baku, Azerbaijan. Okay. His father... Azerbaijani Russian oligarch Araz Agalarov um, started his career selling bootleg films. 
and then moved his way up. So Araz uh, moved the family with Emin to Russia uh, when Emin was just four years old and founded a company called Crocus International, which uh, was a company uh, which runs shopping malls, luxury restaurants, concert halls, and um, a convention center as mm. well. Uh, so, so as seems to be the way with uh, wealthy, the, the, the wealthiest of families, Emin, when he was young, was sent away to study. Just off you go, off you pop, while we while we get on with our lives. It's lovely that rich people don't have to raise their own kids, isn't it? Um, so initially, Emin was sent... Do you judge people who went to private school? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's that thing, isn't it, of... I mean, we've got the whole BBC pay scandal going on at the minute, and and initially it was about the uh, gender pay gap, which is obviously mm. still very very important. Mm. But then since then, some interesting things. Obviously, then there's the ethnic background, mm. um, everyone's uh, and white. The race 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 pay gap, uh, and then interestingly, like over the last couple of days, I've seen like um, I think it was like fifty or more than fifty percent of the people in the top ten. Uh, highest paid BBC people are from private school when really only like like less than 10% of people in the UK go to private aye school. Aye aye. So it is that. It is like, sure, like if you went to private school and you do well, it could be on your own benefit, but I'm always going to slightly think it's because you went to private yeah. school. Like if everyone went to private school, I don't know if you'd be that great. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> there you go. Judgy. Uh, Judgy, well, I think it's, yeah. I think no, it's, no, I'm, yeah. I know, I'm the same, yeah. mate. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, Emin was, as I say, sent initially to Europe, um, but then went to Marymount Manhattan College in New York. Um, according to his website, Emin graduated, according to his website, Emin- <laughs> according to his own website that he wrote, yeah, Emin graduated top of his class yeah, of course uh, he did. and delivered a thesis on business management in the field of finance. I got no idea oh, where his, where his really? passion for business management and finance came from. Complete mystery where these children of rich parents get their interests mm, from, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I remember once speaking to someone um, who worked for the same company as me, not the current one mm. we're at, but mm. the previous one, who um was buying a house right mm. he was must have been in you know early 20s was buying a flat okay and um and i said well, i was like wow you know that's amazing did you you know did your parents help you with that and he was like no all my own money and i was like christ mm. how do you manage to save up enough money to buy a house in london mm. went, well you know actually i invested a lot of my money when i was a child that i used to earn for my part-time job it's like you you invested your money as a child yeah 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 i did you know i just think it's you know that's why i think it's ridiculous Ooh. people think that they can't you know can't afford to buy a house because i've managed to do it on my own i was like well you you yeah. haven't done it on your own have you because your parents definitely did that yeah, for you can't you. invest as a child you didn't invest that money you, your dad your, your parents invested that money if yeah. what you're saying is true at all yeah. your parents invested yeah. that money for you he was like no 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 no, no. I, I asked my father to do it i knew and i was like right so you yeah. as a teenager yeah. as yeah. a young teenager because you must yeah. have been doing this for what from from what age maybe 11 12 for you to have this money sure. enough money to buy a house mm. you know put mm. down deposit in your early 20s in London. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I went to my father and I oh, told him what to invest it in. The initiative. I was like, right. <laughs> your yeah, father listened. Of course, <laughs> mate. Of course. I believe yeah, yeah. every word that's coming out of your mouth. <clears throat> Carry on. So, anyway, so <laughs> em- Emin was in New York studying. Can you tell we're Labour voters? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's not much to say. Um, it was also in New York where Emin developed his passion, not only for... Um, Money and business. Well, not only for business management in the field of finance. Obviously, but, it's, that's my passion too. But also for music. 
Mm. Uh, he learned how to play the piano and the guitar after his mother bought him a cassette of Elvis recordings. Yeah, I bet he was self-taught, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, no, no, definitely mm. not. Uh, again, which according to his website, uh, his mother did not realise would change his life. Mm. <laughs> Elvis there, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis Presley. Um, so Emin started writing songs. He uh, produced his first album in Russian at the age of just 17. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it is... Right. I hate all humans in the world. <laughs> They're so awful. No, you've got to love it because you've got to enjoy the awful people, right? You've got to lean into it and enjoy the awful, awful people. Christ. It gets worse. I couldn't have chosen a better story to make Isabel angry than, than this one. <laughs> uh, so after completing high school, he moved back to Russia, where he managed somehow, somehow, to find employment in his father's company. Right, good. <laughs> I'm sure there was a rigorous, rigorous vetting process. and uh, Sure, he interviewed just like everyone else Yeah, did. he was the best person for the job, the right? Person. And just that, you know, he just happened to be related. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not his fault. Don't no, judge him, mate. No, no, Don't no. Judge him. Yeah, stop judging. He, he currently yeah. holds a position, position of executive vice president. So I mean, he's worked his it, way up that career I ladder. Bet that company's really good at that forward progress, that upward progression, right? For exactly. everyone, right? <laughs> Everyone's moving on up. You just fly up those ranks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so while 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 Evan was obviously very very busy working hard within his father's company, mm. he still somehow managed to find the time to produce. An album a year right. from 2006 yeah. to 2010. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to run through the... As executive vice president <laughs> of a huge company, yeah. Yeah. who doesn't have the time to make an album a year? Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, How old was he at this point? What, like 21? Yeah, something like that, if that. What a 20... <laughs> okay, here we go. So I'm gonna, the albums were called... Um, and also, I'd just like to point out before I read them, they could very, they could either be albums by Emin or very easily the names of shitty aftershaves. Are you ready? <laughs> so they were called Still, <laughs> Incredible, <laughs> Devotion, <laughs> Wonder, and Obsession. Which I think is a perfume. That is a perfume. <laughs> okay. um, Calvin Klein. Yeah. Obsession was oh, what just... A oh, no. <laughs> what a loser. What a loser. Obsession was just an album of Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley covers. So I guess <laughs> that year was a, slight, a bit easier than the others. But uh, an album a year isn't bad, especially when you're vice president of a uh, company. I'm proud of myself sometimes for putting a wash on. Yeah. <laughs> On a day yeah, where I've got yeah, nothing yeah. else in my diary. Right, yeah. I mean, wash. well done. You did something positive, you're, right? You're executive VP, an album a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, to judge. It was also that during that time uh, that Emin found and fell in love with Leila Alieva, who just happens to be a the model? daughter... Nope, daughter of the president of Azerbaijan. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there we go. So, <laughs> mm. so yeah. So, you know, it just, I mean, just it's just coincidence. Mm. anyway yeah. uh, yeah. after taking a year out in 2011 no doubt to, to focus on his career within his father's company uh, Emin came back fighting with a brand new album perfectly lined up with the fact that Azerbaijan was hosting Eurovision Song Contest that year I just like with these people and the like the Trumps and the Jared Kushners of this world mm. which is basically the American equivalent of this exactly yeah. except Kushner haven't made an album yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do they think everyone's so stupid as to think that all of this just is coincidence, yeah, this sort of stuff? I know. Like, go away! Go away! 
way. <laughs> okay, so uh, go away. That's Isabel's quote. There's there. a great. Um, I was going to show you this. I'll show you after this. Yeah. There's a great funny or die. Um, series of sketches called Ivanka and Jared. Oh shit. And it is <laughs> unbelievable. Is is it like a Kardashian like parody or is it? No, it's just like sketches of them mm. living their like <laughs> apparently living their lives, but it's just uh, he is just the wettest um most groveling kind of piece of dirt in the world I'm sure it's and always accidentally calls um trump daddy oh, and, God. <laughs> and ivanka is just you know in control of everything oh, and God. makes him like look her shoes and stuff it's fantastic yeah. probably, fantastic we'll pro- show you probably this. close to the truth as well very close um so in the run-up to the contest emin released his first song from that new album that year a song entitled baby get higher written by Mark Reed, Graham Stack, and the one and only David Snedden. David Snedden. Yeah, right. Uh, Fame Academy. Season fame. one. Win- winner of Fame Academy season one. Uh, and for those counting, this is actually the second time we've mentioned David Snedden on this podcast. Um, I can't remember why we were talking about Alex. Uh, the win. Oh, she was in in uh, Fame Academy one year, mm. and we ended up singing his song. Anyway, so yeah, David Snedden helped wow. Emin write uh, Snedden? the first track off of Emin's album. He's got, he's got me doing something. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's doing no else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the following month, it was the song contest. And Emin was, amazingly, mm. all set to perform his single Never Enough in the Halftime Show. Great. Speaking about performing at Eurovision. So em- deserving. Oh, no, really, really, really deserving. Really deserves that place. Um, we just got a, a <laughs> sorry I, ju- I just got distracted i just got a tweet um from i should find out their proper name oh god he's not what sorry hang on hang on hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. i just got distracted by a different tweet and now i've got distracted by a second tweet steve uh who we whose email we read earlier just tweeted at us uh a an article which uh seems to assert that slavco is entering the UK X Factor this year. Uh, Slavko basically is currently in London where the X Factor are filming their boot camp. And uh, he has suggested that he has got through to that round at least. Uh, Lucy Jones, who's a Sun reporter, bumped into him along with uh, the ESC Insights, Lisa Jane at Wembley Arena this week and posted a picture of them all together. I think Slavko might be in the X Factor this year. (laughs) I mean, I'd watch the X Factor I, this year if yeah, that's the case. I, that I'd get the viewings up. I don't know if I've watched X Factor in uh, ages, but I would watch Slavko. No. I'd vote yeah, for Slavko. Yeah, I'd watch it for Slavko. Uh, and then, sorry, and then, and then, um, uh, someone who follows us on Twitter, we are Eurovision. Who is uh, Ari? Just tweeted us saying, "Only Euphoria could call my age group the worst and make me smile about it." <laughs> I think we were talking about teenagers in general. But we did say, we did caveat it with, if you're a teenager and listening to this podcast, then you're doing all right. You're doing better than most. Uh, Sorry, I got distracted. Here we go. Let's go back to this story. Oh, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, um, on the eve of Emin performing his big halftime show at Eurovision, um, as we say, well-deserved, Emin explained that it is probably the biggest single opportunity to be able to perform as a guest definitely a guest mm-hmm. um during the eurovision in the country which is your home country once in a lifetime and it's great 
I think I don't even understand what it will feel like, but I am very excited. So he was excited. Great. Uh, so the night itself came and Emin performed. Um, I suppose we should take a look about at what he actually sounded like on the night. Should we have a look now? Well, I said that I need you now. Well, I need you more than ever. I don't think I can live without us being in this world together. When the walls came crumbling down, I thought you said you'd leave me. Never, 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 never. Oh, he's the worst. He's I, awful. He exudes stinky arrogance, but not in like the same way that Robert no. Bengston exuded what like fabulous arrogance yeah. in this year's Eurovision. Yeah. He just is he just the worst. He looks so pleased with himself. Yeah, I think that's it. And I know I, I didn't can sing. Yeah, no, he can't sing at all. And it's it's weird like well, Robin's one was like like that sort of confidence, but directed at the camera, and you knew it was like that's the role, that's the character he's playing. Yeah, that was whereas, the character in the song. Whereas this guy wasn't looking at the cameras; he just exi- like you know really he walks off stage and he's still that. Yeah, he's really happy and, with and and shit as well. Oh, <laughs> like, he was not good. Loser. He was really not good. Okay, uh, so 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 now we've put ourselves through that, um, Isabel. It's time to get to the juicy bit. Great gossip. Okay, so, I mean, it's not gossip. <laughs> so, while Emin was off writing music and doing whatever else he was doing, uh, his father, Adaz, was busy making connections high up with the Russian elite. Great. Uh, so Ara- always, always a sensible move. Yeah, sensible move there. So, Araz is, is actually credited with um, being a key player in sort of bringing, like, bling and glamour to Russia. It had quite a sort of depressing and downbeat, like... Uh, kind of feel to society after the fall of the Soviet states. Um, he established a luxury footwear boutique, um, suburban estates, golf courses. Uh, he also controlled a series of important government infrastructure projects, uh, projects including a $1.2 billion university campus and, and stadiums for the upcoming World Cup. In 2013, Russian President Vladimir Putin awarded Aras Alagarov, a medal of honor and the russian government has been working closely with aras on a wide range of infrastructure projects projects ever since uh one year before this actually uh in 2012 um emin uh filmed a music video for his single called amour now in this single and this is a quote, that's another perfume name amour yeah of course yeah. He loves those perfume names. Um, now, in describing this music uh, video, the news uh, website Political uh, says, Emin pursues Miss Universe 2012 down darkened streets with a flashlight. What? I mean, that's what, that's what it describes it as. I'm imagining, like, maybe the intention of Emin was like, oh, it's like a mystery woman who I'm trying to find. But it, it doesn't sound great, right? No, that's harassment <laughs> yeah. and... Yeah, uh, and and stalking. Yeah, pursuit of Miss Universe 2012. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it doesn't get better. <laughs> um, so, um, as it is, so so they filmed this music video with Miss Universe 2012, uh, and as is custom, <laughs> representatives of Miss U- Miss Universe came along to the filming to make sure everything was going smoothly. At the time, the owner of the Miss Universe business was uh, the one and only current president of the united states oh, donald good. trump good and we know how he feels about young women's privacy yeah. 
uh, within an harassment these um these contests yeah. yeah he's he's more than happy to barge on in and <laughs> Uh, I feel like it's fine. You should have some wine. Just, just bolster down here. We go. Um, So uh, these representatives basically acted as an an initial point of contact, but eventually, Trump himself came out and met with uh, both Emin and Araz, and came to the agreement with them to host Miss Universe 2013 in Russia. It's got no links with Russia, though. No ties with Russia. Nothing at all. Nah. Uh, when announcing this, Trump explained, Moscow right now in the world is a very, very important place. He said, we wanted Moscow all the way. <laughs> oh, he's the... Trump added of the Agalarovs, one of the great families in Russia is our partner in this endeavour. So clearly he thinks a lot of the Agalarovs. <clears throat> thinks a lot of their money. Well, yeah. Uh, their power. So a few weeks before the show uh, Miss Universe 2013 was due to begin and Trump was uh, due to fly out there, he told an interviewer about his ambitions of meeting President Putin. Uh, He said, I know for a fact that he wants very much to come, but we'll have to see. We haven't heard yet, but we've invited him. Sadly for Trump, Putin didn't quite make it to the show uh, as he had scheduling conflicts. However, Trump did manage to find time to perform a cameo in one of Emin's music videos. Good. Uh, it was filmed during the Miss Universe contest, and it's on record as having um, made it a requirement of the Miss Universe entrance to be part of the video, but without getting any pay. Excellent. So, shall we have a wow. look? Wow. So, I'm going to jump to the These end. These men really care about women, don't they? I'm going to jump to. <laughs> I'm going to jump to the end. I mean, it's awful. Uh, I'm going to jump to the end. Um, because that's where Trump's cameo is. Let's have a little listen. Wake him up right now. Emin, wake up. Come on. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Emin? Emin, let's get with it. You're always late. You're just another pretty face. I'm really tired of you. You're fired. There we go. That is Donald Trump <sighs> in a, a music video. Um, so it's got a bad singer alongside a bad actor. I mean, a bad. I mean, they're both bad men, right? <laughs> um, this is. Uh... I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm making you angry, but it's good that we're being informed about this stuff, though, right? We know, yeah. like, expose, <laughs> expose yeah. this stuff. Uh, so we're going to jump ahead, Isabel. Um, uh, we've established that Trump and the uh, Alagarovs um, were so close, uh, or becoming close at least. At one point, Trump even expressed interest in building a Trump Tower in Moscow with the Al- Alagarovs company managing the project. Um, and Aras was also very close uh, with the Russian government, as we've uh, already said. He built multiple infrastructure projects um, with them. <clears throat> So this takes us to June 3rd, 2016. Uh, Trump is deep in the middle of his uh, campaign to run for president of the United States. At the time, we all were laughing, thinking, oh, what a silly man. And uh, and now he's president. Um, At the time, at this time, on on June 3rd, 2016. I was wearing my Bernie for president t-shirt yesterday. And I feel feel like I should have worn it today. I know, right? It would have been... given me some power. I know. uh, at this time, one Rob Goldston, uh, uh, British Rob Goldston, who was Emin's publicist, 
or is Emmons publicist, sent an email. Sent an email to Donald Trump Jr. God, that good old Donny. Donny. Donny Jr. He's a smart cookie, isn't he? The email read Good morning. Emin just called and asked me to contact you with something very interesting. The Crown Prosecutor of Russia met with his father Araz this morning and in their meeting offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father. So I didn't I didn't realize that that was connected to this. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, the email continues this is obviously very high level and sensitive e- uh, sensitive information but is part of Russia and its government support for Mr Trump mm. helped along by Araz and Emin. What do you think the best way to handle this information and would you be able to speak to Emin about it directly? This is Emin who performed in Eurovision halftime in yeah. 20, 20, uh, 2012. Uh, I can also send this information to your father, one Donald Trump. Uh, via Rona, but is it? But it is ultra sensitive, so wanted to send it to you first. <laughs> so, this, so this is these are the emails that that Donald Trump Jr. Uh, tweeted out, uh, and idiot. is at the centre of this uh, massive investigation now. So Donald Trump Jr. Re- oh, I can't wait till he'll go to jail. <laughs> I can't wait. So Donald Trump Jr. replied, "Thanks, Rob. I appreciate that." I'm on the road at the moment, but perhaps I... I... <laughs> Just really casual. I'm, I'm afraid I'm actually... I haven't got my hands-free set with me, so I can't do a call uh, right now. I'm on the road at the moment, but perhaps I just speak to Emin first. Seems we have some time, and if that's what you say, I love it, especially later in the summer. So a meeting was then established and would be attended by Trump Jr. himself, two top campaign officials, a Russian lawyer, a Russian-American lobbyist, Rob Goldstein himself... And a Galarov family representative, and it doesn't say who that is, um, and a translator. So the Galarovs have come under scrutiny since details of this have emerged. They, however, deny that they were working for the Russian government and deny that their intent was to try and meddle in US politics. What? Whoa! <laughs> we go, we just have to rewind I, and reread that email. That definitely they was specifically... meddling, right? <laughs> They basically said, hey, guys, we want to meddle. Can we meddle? Please let us meddle. We hate Hillary. We love Trump. Yeah. Let us do some meddling. Well, the email, it may as well say that. I mean, the email says the sensitive information is part of Russia and its government support of Mr. Trump. Good. Right. <laughs> but it's not from the Russian government and they're not meddling in the election. No. 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 You read that wrong, mate. Lost in translation. That's all it is. Something. Yeah. Lost yeah, in you know, translation. It's lost in translation. Yeah. They were just, it's just casual conversation. They're just having a chat. As you have said, Isabel, all of this is currently being investigated and I'm sure daily this more and more of this is going to be dug up. So this, is, this is an ongoing story. So just don't forget now, whenever you read about this, guys, remember that this is going on because of a Eurovision interval act. Yeah, interval act. <laughs> Who really kind of didn't deserve to, to be the interval act no. either, just because he was son-in-law, ex-son-in-law, they're divorced now, uh, okay. <laughs> oh of Azerbaijani president at the time. It's fucking nuts, right? So it's just like cele- it's celebrities, right? Yeah. Celebrities doing shit that they shouldn't be doing and oh Putin. Oh God, just because they have money. It's fucking nuts. Insane. And that's sort of where the story ends because it's ongoing, right? But no, it was like fine. literally like I had no clue that that was linked to to this. Yeah, the day after I, we recorded that, I, I, I was like, 
What, what was it? It was like, I think I saw like it, he was a, a European pop star, like one of the guys who was involved in me. And I was like, European pop star? I mean, he's probably involved in Eurovision. And then, <laughs> and then looked it up and I was like, that's the guy who we were talking about who did the oh interval God. act for Azerbaijan. Wow. Yeah, right? Good work, mate. Current, like, current Eurovision politics. I'm sure, again, we've said it, like... We can just keep this as part of Eurovision news now. Yeah, yeah, week yeah. We'll week, keep updated. we find out new yeah, stuff yeah. until they all go to prison. I hope, they, <laughs> I hope they let me into New York next week or let me out of New York next oh, week. Oh, shit. Oh, well. Anyway, so, Isabel, <laughs> let's move on from that. Let's find something mm. a little bit happier yeah. uh, to enjoy. Uh, it's time to move on to the Eurovision song attempt. Uh, a- this att- attempt, attempt being the... Yeah, what, you know, it's always there. an attempt. It's always an attempt. It's not a Eurovision song until it's actually on Eurovision, which it will be one day. One day! <laughs> so actually, with this one, Isabel, I um, I struck a, a little point of inspiration and I've got more than just a song for you today. Mm. I've got alongside a song. I do have a song. Alongside the song, I have a whole concept for you i have some staging i'm not gonna get up and dance don't worry i was gonna say if you're gonna do a full dance routine (laughs) no 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 no. 12 points instantly no but i have a concept i have a really strong concept that i want to describe to you before the song starts so you have that in your mind okay i'm picturing it my eyes are shut go so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a sort of interesting slightly sort of odd song um about sort of you know your world being turned upside down Mm. so the way I want this song to be staged is imagine a room on the stage. So it looks like a room, a bit like the Azerbaijan entry this year. Do you remember? Like she was in a room skeleton. with walls. Yeah, skeleton. Yeah, she had walls around her. Horse head man. So imagine a room. It's got like tables, chairs, maybe a bed. Yeah. Um, and there's a woman standing in the middle of the room. Yeah. But something's not quite right. Oh. What you don't see at home is that everything is on the ceiling, but the camera <laughs> is flipped. Down. So that it looks like everything's upright, but things start looking a little bit odd as the thing goes along. So maybe like pour some water upside down or like, you know, throw some things and they go up rather than down. But her like, and I'm thinking this is a a woman, I don't know why, a woman singing this song. Her like hair and her dress have been like built so that it looks like it's all like down. Um, And then like you just sort of mess around with that idea throughout. So while you've got that in your head, I want you to listen to this song called... Strange things. <laughs> What's this? I'm feeling pretty extraordinary. Things are changing, and it's time to get on board already. Something's happened to my personal gravity. You make me fly whenever you decide to hang with me Upside down, inside out You make me shiver when I know that you're about Downside up, outside in There's no explaining how you put me in a spin Topsy-turvy All the road straightforward Now we're looking pretty curvy Feels like something's really Got control of me You be my master Cause you know how to set my heart free Inside 
song about falling head over heels upside down round and round uh what do you think as well it's so good did you enjoy it yeah it's oh, the entire mate. time imagining your little setting <laughs> i know right yeah that would be great it would be great I, I thought either that actually or i thought do you, did you ever see you know inception have you seen inception yeah so there's a scene in that where there's like a massive fight in a corridor and the world is kind of like spinning upside down and yeah. then like it's, it's joseph and gordon levitt uh, and he's like starts fighting on the ceiling and stuff like that. They did yeah. that with a huge rig that basically turned the whole set upside down with the camera. And so you could have that as well. So you can walk like all on the walls and everything like that. But if you have the mm. camera like that, that would be great. But anyway, that's a song and, and it's a song and performance contest. And I feel like adding that little extra element there, you know, is, is a good uh, thing. Massively so. I think if you hadn't have said that to me before, and mm. I'd have liked it anyway. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Although at one point you did find up with up. Mm. It's fine. <laughs> that might need changing. We can we can do yeah, that. It's a sketch. It's a sketch. We're, we're better than Katy Perry. Come on now. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but I'd have I'd have. It would have been a, a nice song. Yeah. Yeah. But having that extra level in my head yeah. of imagining the, the piecing you know the setting the staging behind yeah. it and how that would look on the Eurovision stage I'm pretty excited about this well, that, but that's it it's interesting because it definitely has the vibe of a song that you might not necessarily you might listen to you know a few times but you know you're like oh yeah that song but it, it would be the song that's like oh you know, this is the upside down song right yeah. like the word would go about of like oh there's this song it's like the upside down song where it's all upside down it's really cool staging whatever like that I feel like has yeah. you know has something to, to go for it <laughs> yeah, I'm into this one. I'm into it. I like those sort of like a slightly weird, like strange song where like strange things happen and it's all like weird and it's all. I mean, it's very, it's very much a sort of like gimmick, but it's a, it's a good. I know gimmick. it's hugely gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. doesn't matter. Well, Your vision okay. is big and gimmicky. Yeah. A man duetted with himself <laughs> this year, and we loved it until we found out he was a massive, oh, homophobe. massive homophobe. <laughs> they was yodeling rat. Yeah, it's you know, true. Eurovision yeah. needs a gimmick. If you can get that staging. I think that that would uh, that would push it up the. Up I, the I think. I think it's not a winner. No, You'd no, be no. Be in the top five. Shit. Yeah. Well, should we just do a score? Yeah. All right. Okay. So a score. Strange things. Israel, what would you give Strange Things? See the staging, listen to the song. What would you give it? Nerf. Nine points. Nine points, nine points. That's the second best this season. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. 
You've done quite well recently since your horrible, what was it, Lady in Black or whatever. Two weeks ago, yeah, that was, that was a low, low point. I was, I was, I mean, I already told you, I was very worried this week that I would have nothing to offer. I don't know what, what happens, no, what happens when great. we get to this recording and I, it's like when you haven't done your homework at school. And you suddenly realise you haven't got a song ready. Well, it's not even suddenly, I would go into the recording going, <laughs> maybe, I don't know what will happen, like someone will send an email halfway through recording that they'll have a song and I'll be able to cover it with that. <laughs> Uh, you just try and blag it. You'd be very disappointed in me, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> I couldn't really be, seeing yeah. as you've written now, what, 26 songs? Something like that. I'd be yeah. disappointed in myself. Anyway, it hasn't happened yet. You've basically made two albums. That's almost as much as Emin has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there we go, uh, everyone. There we go. It's a nine. That's not bad. I'm happy with nine. I'm happy with nine. Do you think it's going to be higher? No, no, no. I, I, I had no idea. I, I know the song's a bit different, a bit sort of unusual, and, and I didn't know how the staging thing would go down. But so I'm happy with nine. Nine's good. good. Very happy. Nice. Uh, so there we go, everyone. If you would like to enter a song and even some staging, uh, record your own music video. Why not? Uh, please do... Oh, fuck, I've forgotten a prize. Yeah, I've forgotten one too. So, we do have prizes, but we've forgotten prizes this week. We'll so add it on Twitter. We will show you what the prizes are once we've bought the prizes. They're going to add it to the pot. Uh, email us at euroforiopodcast.com um, with anything <laughs> anything at all really but yeah if you do have a song if you've got a little story to tell us if we've done something wrong or done something right yeah let us know yes. either way yeah, and yeah. also daniella you haven't told us what shit in the blue locker means oh no <laughs> no yeah maybe we got it right maybe she was just yeah. like oh, i don't need to don't let need us to let know, know mate i tweeted yeah. a picture of your cat but i didn't know what your twitter handle was and i didn't know what your uh, cat was called either uh, but i've tweeted it yeah the there we go lovely uh, keep those cats coming in so isabel as we're going to end the podcast in the same way we end every single podcast yes with the question today isabel mm-hmm. would you rather be gina g and come second in eurovision but with a wonderful song or sandy Shaw and win eurovision but with puppet on a string Oh, I mean, Gina G. Gina G was one of, I think, I'm pretty sure that the Gina G year was the year that when we went to Butlins uh, my, and I screamed at my dad because the electricity <laughs> went off. I've seen Gina G perform live yeah. at Butlins, in fact, many years so later. Ben saw up a gusset. We all saw up a gusset. Yeah, it was wonderful. She is phenomenal and an absolute genuine icon in my life. Like, although definitely one hit wonder oh. she is a one hit wonder that has stayed with me yeah. throughout my life and will do forevermore whereas you know Eurovision win great but, but to be Gina G <laughs> well there we go Come ladies on. and gentlemen Isabel love you Gina Gina G Isabel's coming for you yeah thanks for listening see you next week goodbye Bye.